What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Dad Needs to Talk. And today, I'm going to be talking about my thoughts on the new Demon Slayer Mugen Train movie that I just saw. So let's get into it. So kind of jumping right into things. Um, so I guess the, the way this is going to be kind of um, organized is that, you know, I kind of just give my general impressions up top um, and then I'll get into specific movie spoilers afterwards. But I will, you know, specify like, hey, when I'm about to get into spoiler territory. So, yeah. So, yeah. So over. So in general. So. I went to see the movie, like I said, tonight, um, I got the, got the opportunity to go see it in IMAX, which was a nice added bonus when I was looking at tickets and stuff a couple of weeks ago, happened to see that there was an IMAX showing nearby and it, it was more or less the same, close to the same price as I was going to pay for normal tickets. So I was like, Hey, why not? And definitely glad I was able to experience it that way. Cause it was just like, just made it that even much more impressive, you know? So I guess, uh, I guess let me take a step back. So like I said, this is the Demon Slayer Mugen Train movie. Um, So just as a reminder or just clarification for those that are curious or forgot, this movie is canon. It picks up exactly where season one ends off. So this isn't like a lot of the usual anime movies where it's like, oh, this is optional. This is no, no real tie into the story. Like, no, this is canon material from the manga that they adapted into the movie. So, and, and I feel like it, it worked out pretty good. You know, them doing it, you know, good, like an hour and a half runtime, roughly hour and a half, a little under two hours. Um, just because this arc in the manga is probably like one of the shorter arcs. And so this movie ended up being a good use case for that. Only downside though is, you know, hopefully by the time season two comes around, you know, it'll be a little bit more readily available because, you know, people that might not have seen it will just go think going into season two, Oh, hey, I can just hop in or whatever and then be confused and stuff, whatever. So, but anywho, yeah. So, like I said, this movie picks up exactly where season one left off at. Um, and yeah, overall, freaking awesome movie. Um, if you've seen any of the anime in general, you know that the anime had a pretty high visual quality throughout the whole season. And this movie is no exception to that. Like, the movie is just as, if not better, visually than even like some of like the biggest moments from season one of the anime. So, so yeah, so pretty much more or less, uh, I highly recommend it. If you have the opportunity opportunity to see this movie, definitely go see it. Um, all the characters get time and moments to shine. 
Tanjiro, Zanetsu, Inosuke, uh, Rengoku, Nezuko, everybody, the the demons, flexing. Yeah, overall, super awesome. Uh, visually stunning. So, yeah, that, that's my boilerplate top level. Like, hey, yes, go see this movie. It's freaking awesome. Um, or even if you have to wait until it's on DVD or streaming services, whatever, see the movie. So, now we will transition over to a little bit more spoiler talk for the movie and what happens within the movie itself. So it's your chance. Give you a few seconds to run away. <laughs> like I said, go see the movie. And now we're about to get into spoilers. So like I said, we're all going to freaking enjoy the movie whole way around. Um, I really like how the movie Really, I, I guess like I said, it, it really did a really good job about kind of showcasing and bringing to life Rengoku's personality. Because, you know, because when I was watching the movie, and granted, you know, it's been a while since I've read this material in the manga. But, you know, just kind of like how goofy he is in certain ways. Like, I remember a little bit of it, but even like at the beginning of the movie where he's eating like the tons and tons of bento boxes or whatever. And every time he takes a bite, he's like, delicious, delicious, delicious. You know, had, had me cracking up. I was, I was like, hmm, I don't remember him being, you know, like this goofy. But like I said, it's one of those things that's kind of hard to tell sometimes, you know, on a black and white manga page versus, you know, in color with voice acting, music, et cetera, et cetera. So, but yeah, the movie did an awesome job of, of giving more life to these characters and stuff like that. Um, the action scenes and stuff was, of course, freaking top notch. Um, every time Rengoku got ready to do a new technique or something, it just looks so buttery smooth. Just all the flames and everything, just you know, it's these. You know, dashing across the train and stuff. Uh, and that that's that's one thing that the, that the series has done really good in general, you know, is just showcasing, like, the speed and fluidity the, that a lot of these characters be doing. But, um, but yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so, yeah, like I said, like, getting to see Rengoku when they first you know, meet him on the train and stuff, and then him pretty much automatically taking on uh, Tanjiro them as, like, his little apprentices and stuff like that. Um, you know, it was really cool getting to, getting to see um, a little bit more of Rengoku's backstory and get a small glimpse of, you know, his family life and, you know, that he you know still has a, a younger brother, and his dad alive, and you know, unfortunately, they talk about it later on. You know, his mom had passed away when he was very young. You know, so so yeah, so like I said, just getting more depth and stuff, whatever, to the character. Um, all of the dream sequences and stuff were really cool. Of course, you know, Tanjiro's was very heartwarming. You know, him being reunited with his family, uh, 
even even if it wasn't a dream, just him getting a chance to see his other younger siblings and his mom again, you know, not since, you know, we've seen since episode one where they all unfortunately got slaughtered, you know, by the demon. Um, so, so that, that was very awesome, but, uh, but of course, very heartbreaking, you know, as Tanjiro started to realize and stuff that he was in the dream and, you know, him having to walk away as his baby brother's like, no, Tanjiro, don't go, come back, come back. So very sad, but, um, and man, speaking of which, man, it, it was freaking brutal. Not, not too much. Cause of course it's, you know, it, they didn't show it too much, but just the thought process of thinking about like, you know, Tanjiro having to pretty much like slice his head off every time in the dream world to get back to the, you know, to, to wake himself back up. And, you know, that scary moment towards the end of the first half of the movie with the train fight, you know, where, you know, him and uh, Inosuke are flying around and doing all this stuff, whatever. And he's having to constantly cut, 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 cut to wake up. And then there was that brief moment where he almost cut himself in real life. And then luckily Inosuke stopped and was like, no, bro, no, this is reality. (laughs) You know, if you do that here, you will die. So, uh. But yeah, so that stuff was cool. Um, of course, I loved freaking um, uh, Zenitsu's little dream sequence of him frolicking with Nezuko and stuff. And so that stuff was really cute. Um, and Osuke picturing himself as like the leader of their group. And they're going to hunt down the big, you know, train monster thing. Um but yeah, yeah, so yeah, that, that whole part of the movie was really cool. And then uh, you know, like I said, I enjoyed you know seeing Ren Goku flex and do all his techniques there, and then you know, uh Tanjiro and and Dinosuke doing the combo move to to kill that first demon of the number one of the lower moons. So that was cool. But then when uh when the upper moon demon number three showed up, like, it's like, okay, like, hey, we finally got past this. Oof, take a breather. Nope, upper moon demon shows up. And then that that whole fight sequence was just freaking insane. Just like the way the demon dude was just like, you know, flexing, doing all his little... Uh, like martial arts demon type of techniques and stuff was really cool. Um, and like I said, this was like another moment where they would just really showcase how fluid the animation and stuff was. Cause just them two darting around at freaking blazing speeds and stuff was ridiculous to see. But, um, but yeah, but love that fight. Um, and the end power struggle they did such a good job of just like showcasing how intense that situation was where the dude had his arm impaled into Rengoku. Rengoku had like his blade halfway through the dude's neck with one hand and he's gripping, stopping the demon from punching him with another hand. And then it's just like, (laughs) wow. Like I said, just like the intensity on their faces and everything. You can just like really see like, hey, this is a real struggle. 
on both sides of Rengoku trying to hold this dude in place. And then the demon just like actually freaking out because he's realizing like, man, the sun is about to come up. I need to bounce and get out of here. So, so yeah. So like I said, that, that whole last fight was super cool. Um, and, and of course, you know, Rengoku kind of giving his final little speech to Tanjiro them at the end was, was a very bittersweet ending for him. Um, you know, even, you know, even me going into the movie, having read the manga and knowing that that was coming, you know, it definitely still kind of got to me a little bit, you know, even still just seeing it happen again. Cause I definitely was hearing a couple, you know, sniffles and tears being dropped here and there in the theater. So, um, definitely very, you know, impactful moment. And then, you know, Rengoku again, getting a chance to see his mother one last time or seeing his mother again as he's, you know, about to pass on to the afterlife. Um, and then, yeah, then, you know, we kind of get the, the ending bit with the crows flying around and delivering the message to the other Hashira that, you know, that, that Rengoku died or he got killed by, you know, by the upper moon demon and stuff. And then, I, like I said, I like how they kind of like tease everything a little bit because it's, it's like, okay, hey, reminder, hey, here's all the other Hashira that you'll be seeing in the future. Same thing with the upper moon demons when that when the train demon guy um, was getting killed. He was kind of thinking of like the power spike between him and the upper moons because it's like he was talking about how most of the upper moons have been around for years and years and years and have killed multiple Hashira over the years but yet it's always the lower moons that keep on getting killed off and stuff so you know and then that's kind of a perfect tease of him saying that right before the upper moon three dudes showed up so so yeah, so like I said, overall, awesome movie. I'm gonna kind of you know just keep this pretty short. I'm not gonna go on too long, um, but yeah, like I said up top, uh, highly recommend it. Go check this movie out um, if you, if you have the opportunity to. Of course, I know it's still a lot of you know not all theaters everywhere is fully open again because we are still in our current world state. But hey, whenever you have the chance to. Go check this movie out. So, yeah. All right. And that's going to wrap up this special episode of Dad Needs to Talk podcast. Um, if you're a first-time listener, thanks for checking me out. Um, you can follow me on my personal Twitter at MastermindRob7. Or the Twitter for the podcast is at Dad Needs to Talk. If you need to email me about anything, it is at uh, dnttpodcast at gmail.com. Um, also, on my Twitter profiles, I do have a link tree uh, account. So it has links to, you know, my Twitters and all the different podcast services that this show posts on but um but yeah um uh, like i said if you're a first time listener 
I do a main podcast that usually goes up every Monday where I talk about manga, TV shows, games, uh, my life adventures, and anything else I'm interested in. Like I said, that's usually posted every Monday. Um, I am currently doing a manga read-through of the Villain Saga manga, so if you're interested in that series as well, go check that out. Um, I've also done a Attack on Titan manga finale discussion so check that out as well but um yeah uh that'll do it so like i said thank you once again for your time and we'll catch you in the next one go see demon slayer peace